Hello, everybody. It is 2.01 a.m. on October 2nd, 2022. Quick idea. I wanted to talk about uh, a simple method that I think is used extremely often by, um, well, it's probably a very prominent tool tool in the toolkit of radical revolutionary types. Um, think, I guess, in the 1960s, 60s cultural revolution uh, and beyond, up, up until modern social engineering. Um, and, and this toolkit is, I guess, a, the, the false dialectic. <clears throat> and a lot of people know and talk about this a lot. Um, but, but essentially, the way that it works, <clears throat> and I think, I think there's a nuance that but I think most people don't really talk about that much, but um, if you want to change something in culture or society, or do social engineering. You don't just say, hey, change, do this change. Do, do what I want you to do. No, what you do uh, in, in, in the false dichotomy method is you, you, you tell them this is what we want to change, right? And people aren't going to want to do it, right? But then you show the, like, a more radical version of that, right? A way more radical version of that, you know? And people will now see that the, uh, I guess the first option that you want to propose, the the thing you actually want to change, they're going to say that, oh, that's actually not that bad. That's actually sane and reasonable in comparison. And and this is a a simple, this is like a, a very, like this is a core kind of principle in human psychology from my understanding. Um, if you if you ask someone a large favor before you ask them for a small favor, they're gonna they're much more likely to accept the small favor than if you just ask them for the small favor, right? If you say if you ask someone for a dollar, right, they're probably gonna say no. But if you ask someone for like, can I have a hundred dollars? And they're like, no. What are you talking about? It's like, oh, okay. Uh, can, can I have one dollar at least? They'll be like, oh, they're probably more likely to give you the one dollar, right? Um, same thing with with this form of social engineering. If you want something, if you want society to adopt a different moral or do something different, right? First thing you, well, what you do is you, you, you show like a crazy, insane thing, right? And then you, and then you have the reasonable alternative, right? Right. And I think one, one instance we see of this, which, which is not trivial, right? Language is at the core of human psychology and thought, right? You kind of think in, in your language. Your, your worldview is kind of shaped by your language. Um, and, and, and also, I guess there's another element of this I'll talk about in a second, but, but the, 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 the idea of kind of mal, malleable identity or subjective identity-based pronouns um, instead of a uh, more reality-grounded, you know, unchanging, just you know, matter of fact type of thing. Um, and, and the way that, and, and, and I think why this is important because people say, oh, that, that doesn't matter. It's not important. And I guess it's just, this just goes to show that I'm, I'm right with this psychological principle because people don't really understand or see how crazy this is. Um, but the idea here is if you somehow, if, okay, first we got to say that, that biological sex is a real thing, is important, and is probably one of the most fundamental 
elements of, of human psychology, human society, human being in and of itself. And it has an evolutionary basis that, that has lasted for, 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 for literally mil, like is mil, hundreds of millions of years, has a foundation of hundreds of millions of years in the past. Biological sex. So to say that, 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 it's, that it's not important is, is insane. It, it, it is completely insane. Like our society, our cult, everything is built on top of this, one of these foundational elements of, of our being, right? And it's not, it's not subjective, it's objective, right? You're either a man or a woman. You could say, well, what about the people who are born intersex? It's like, that's, that you're talking about a, a g- genetic a mutation, right? That, that doesn't even really, like, that, that, that really, like, like those, those aren't people that are, like, it's, it's an anomaly that isn't, that doesn't really matter for the actual, like, what we're actually talking about. Like, like, and plus, like, from my understanding, like, I think they're, they're, you're, they're probably, they probably manifest as more of like one woman, like a more of a man or a woman or whatever. There's still in kind of an element, a social element of, of kind of what they identify with more as, right? Or, I don't know, it's, it's a genetic anomaly, right? You're not gonna, we, we could talk about like the merits of like, you know, intelligence and stuff. And you could say, well, 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 people with no brainstem exist. Or will people who are born with like an IQ of like 30 exist. It's like, okay, well, that has no bearing on this discussion. We're talking about large-scale social trends. Um, so, so anyway, the, 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 the argument that, oh, well, well some, like, like 0.000001% of the population is intersex. So that means that, um, anyway, it's just a stupid kind of tangential thing that, does, that completely ignores the real point. Anyway, now that we've gone over why I think biological, real sex or gender or whatever you want to call it is important um let's go why 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 would why would kind of skewing that matter um if you want to i guess control people more easily not not just control people more easily i think that's one well one one thing i think that you got to understand is like why are all these social changes being done there to ensure that the ruling class has an easier time, I guess, inflicting their will and their ideologically ideology and their beliefs on the general population, and to ensure that their power doesn't get um, doesn't get threatened. Right? Um, if if you know anything about the history of America, you know that in the early 1900s, um there were literal revolutions by like miners and, and, and workers in the United States. They, they literally, there were little literal battles. Like workers took up arms against unfair labor practices and like the army had to be called. There was like, like people died in the United States in Colorado and uh, other places. Um, like literal, a literal revolution, literal kind of rebellion against unfair labor practices. And, um, and, and I think as a result of that, um, moder- the modern ruling class realizes, okay, well, we can't have this happen again. So what do they do? They kind of, they, they, they really want to disarm people because you don't want your, you don't want something that is making you comfortably wealthy. You don't want a power structure like that to be threatened. 
anyway, that's a tangent. That's a, a side side note. But but the point is, I think that looking at at these at these large social engineering projects in terms of um, things that benefit, kind of you know, the current ruling class is is important because the push for for um, you know uh, government overreach and uh, banning of firearms is is something that very much benefits the ruling class. Um, and, and anyway, that's that's my point. And, and and it's obvious, like you can you can obviously see that that this is a there's a major amount of like social engineering done to make people think that this is a sane thing. You know, we need to ban firearms. Um, anyway, so so gender this is something that's been happening in the last three to five years, especially you know exponentially. Talk about gender and whatever. I think that the the the, the point of this. Um, <clears throat> I think that this idea is is especially relevant in the the more broad um, kind of historical trend of people moving from uh, moving from living in very close proximity to with a very good understanding, a very deep understanding of was it ontological reality or or the actual like you know the physical reality around you the the the, the real basis of reality you know not not an abstraction you know the core fundamental elements of reality you know when people were living in nature you needed to live by by like true principles of nature and if you didn't you would die right or your bloodline would die and you i don't know you're you're then the the ideas that you had would die off with you right um so you needed to be grounded that's my point um, people used to be much more grounded than they are now. And right now, many people or most people live in urban centers, right? Most people live in urban centers. And what is an urban center? It is a simulated environment outside of, of, of you know, nature, right? Nature is extremely, nature is as grounded as you can get. A city is one level of, or one plus level of abstraction outside of, of, of that, right? And, and if you live in a city, right, you, you live by, you don't live by like the core principles of reality. You live by human principles and human rules, like it's right. It's kind of abstract or, or, or arbitrary rather, you know, you can have a rule for you can't litter here or you can't walk across the street here or you can't do this, right? You don't need to live by, you know, baseline rules of, you know, of nature. You have to live by man-made rules. And I think that, that you've seen people move more and more and more and more into simulated environments. Voice crack. Um, but like like uh, TV, TV, especially baby boomers, right? Baby boomers, I think, are the biggest generation to do this, where they, they kind of checked out, I'd say, from... From, from baseline reality and then kind of li- immerse themselves into movies um, and, 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 and there's been a huge amount of social engineering that could have been done from, that was done from this because movies started pushing tons of different narratives and if you live on the couch in front of the TV right that's where you're informed about what is real you know that's what's what you're informed about that, that that's what informs you about what the baseline of reality is then then that's how you're going to kind of color the picture of what reality is 
simple. Um, and then, and then right now we're seeing people, we see people move more onto computers, right? Which isn't just like a, a narrative, like an artificial narrative. It's literally a, a complete, um, you know, it's a complete simulated world. It's a simulated community. It's a simulated point and click adventure game. It's, 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 you know, it's a simulated reality. Um, and, and from that, I think you can, I think, I think it could be potentially easy to change the way that you think, change the way that you kind of perceive reality because, you know, it's not really grounded in anything. You could, you can, you, you can use algorithms to, to change how you think, to, to kind of show someone some, this and then show them that and show them that and show them this. And you can change their mood. You can change, you know, it's a simulated reality. I, th- I think I've built, went along that point uh, more and more and more. Uh, or enough, right? Um, and so, so my point is, we're finally getting to the point. But my point with all this is, I think that uh, gender, you, you know, the the or not gender, let's call it sex, the the kind of whittling away at the concept of biological sex. The point of that. The point of that is to chip away at one of the most fundamental or one of the core elements, core, gosh, it's, it's late. One of the core elements of what still grounds people into reality. Because one thing that, that is connected with nature completely and will probably never change or what they're trying to do now is change it, but you know, your body, your body is, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, that, that you can't cheat that, you know, you can't cheat that system. You can, in a city, you can cheat a system in a city. If you're, if you're living in a desert, right. You you can cheat the system by artificially bringing in more water, right. You can, you can cheat a system, you know, you can, you can cheat, uh, you know, you know, the laws of, of reproduction, you know, with, in a city with, uh, with, with, you know, contraceptives, with, with, with abortions, you know, with, with, with like a fabricated morality, you know, with, oh, this is actually safe and this is actually good for you. And this is actually, you know, and you can tell those lies and kind of get away with them, kind of get away because you won't actually get away with them <laughs> anyway. But, but you can kind of push the, the, the consequences off from a first order consequence to second, third, fourth order consequences, etc. You know, um, because you can afford that. But with your body, you can't really. With your body, um, I mean, if, if you're eating unhealthy, you're going to get fat. If you're, if you're putting, if you're doing bad things with it, you know, you're going to have consequences. Um, and you can try and shield yourself from those consequences, but they'll still be there. And, and, and also, you know, like, like, anyway, I think, I think I've made my point, but if you start telling people that no, your, your body is just another simulation, right? Your mind is a simulation. These things that, 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 that are what grounds you into what is real are false. You know, you don't really need to exist as a, you know, as a man or a woman in this binary, right? This biological binary, you, 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 your being, your, your essential, your essence, the essence of who you are can be completely determined by your conscious mind, which psychology tells us this, this is simply isn't true. 
um, your your personality is is is, is, is it's very it's, it's, it's very deterministic. It's not something you can just oh I'm oh I'm I'm a I'm intuitive now. I'm I'm a sensing now. I'm a I'm a thinking, more thinking and logical archetype now. Now, now I'm a more feeling archetype now. Now, now I'm more introvert. Now I'm more extrovert. No, you, you can't really do that. You're, who you are is kind of fixed. You, you can learn how to navigate the, the, the framework of your brain, right? You can learn how to best live with yourself. You know, you can get over your traumas and stuff. But, but who you are, who you fundamentally kind of... And not not talking about your traumas and not talking about this other stuff, not talking about the, the stuff you heal from, right? But talking about the the essence of of what makes your thought process you, something you, you like, you know, the core, core, core elements of that, your personality. It's not something that you can just, you know, flip a switch and change. Um, it's 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 an essence of of yourself. Um, and 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 part of this comes from biology, completely. Or I'd say most of it does come from biology, right? Men and women think in very different ways, um, and and then that's that's one element of it, right? Um, anyway, let's, let's let's I think we're getting a little off track, but but the point is, and I think it's I think we're overcomplicating this, but the simple, simple, simple point is that if you start saying to people that your gender or your sex is something that is malleable, something that isn't really true, is something that is a, you know, a create, something that you can creatively express, you know, is a simulated thing, is a subjective thing. Then people will be like extremely, extremely dis- disconnected from reality, I would say. Extremely disconnected from reality. And like in that confusion, I mean, how I feel like someone could be extremely malleable, um, malleable. And uh, now, now this isn't to say, like, if we're talking about just like you know, transgenderism, transsexualism, transsexualism, transsexualism before kind of this modern two thousand fifteen plus era. Um, I mean, there are other causes. We're not talking about the causes of those. We're talking about the social engineering project that, that is currently going on. And you can, maybe it's social engineering. Maybe it's, uh, I mean, it's partially social engineering at the very least. But it's, it's partially a, an emergent phenomenon from social media. But um, we're not talking about really, you know, the, the, the medical diagnoses of, of transsexualism. We're talking about... Um, the current kind of trend, the medical diagnoses, uh, from my understanding, there's two major causes of transsexualism. Um, and well, <laughs> I'd, I'd get into trouble if I told them, but yeah, maybe, maybe I will. One of them I think is a, is a sexual based thing. And the other one is a more of a, like a DID dissociative identity disorder or something like that. Uh, I'm, I might be kind of butchering that, but, but that's my understanding of kind of where they, where they originate from. It's not just like a, oh, you're, you're genetically this. It's not that. It's more of a, um, there's a psychological mental origin of this. And from my understanding, a lot of it does happen due to trauma. Um, but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the the current trend and the, the trend that I want to talk about is pronouns. So pronouns, pronouns, pronouns. Gosh, it took us 20 minutes to get here. 
So with pronouns, it's just because I'm trying to be very, very thorough with all this. Um, but pronouns, to the original point, push one thing hard or, or push a crazy thing. And that'll get your, the other thing that you're actually trying to push um, through. So what they tried to tell you or that what they tried to kind of push, what they're trying to push is they, them. That's what they're trying to push. And the way that they do that is um, by pushing neo-pronouns. Like pushing like you can you can call yourself Z or Zo or Zebo or Zubu or Bubu and Baba. Right? You can call yourself Gribo and Grumbo. You must refer to me as Blubulus. Um you say that, right? And any normal person will be like, What the f- what the hell are you talking about, bro? What is what is this? Um and and you push that for long enough, right? In the alter and the alternative, right, in your mind, it's like, okay, well, I could either, I could either call someone a, a Zubo or a Zabo, or I could just call them they, them. Any normal person is just going to resort to they, them, instead of Zubo and Blubbo and ZB and Zuzu, right? Um, <laughs> half of you are probably saying a thing like, what the, what, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, <clears throat> but the point is, if you, you think neo-pronouns are being pushed as just some, you know, insane alternative and what they're actually pushing is they, them. Because, I mean, that's really all you need. Um, what, the, what they're essentially pushing, and, and I'd say, let's look at this, this in a spiritual sense. Um, I, mean, I mean, okay, let's look at the Baphomet, ba- the Baphomet symbol, the Baphomet, you know, picture. You guys all probably know it. It's a, it's a goat it's a man or it's a human with a goat head with one finger up in heaven, one finger down in hell with uh, a pair of breasts. Um, I think it's got a, he's got a peepee, got a dick and breasts. And uh, yeah, and that is, that is the Baphomet, right? It's a core satanic symbol. And what that is, is it's a it's trying to be a unification of opposites. Um, it is it is an ab- abolition of hierarchy. It is a um, yeah, it's an abolition of hierarchy. It's an abolition of order. It is chaos, right? Because you break down the boundaries. You know, it's a it's a man. It's a woman. It's a goat. It's a ma- it's a it's a goat. It's a man. It's a uh, it's pointing at heaven and hell. It's um it's good and bad. It's it's gray. You know, it's 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 something that is it is uh, you know everything and nothing. Right. You become the unification of of you know good and evil. Right. You know. Of 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 opposites, and you say that you can do that then anything becomes permissible. Uh, and there's probably some more occult significance to that, but that's essentially what's being pushed here. It is, it is, it is, it is the, what is encapsulated in that idea. It is fundamentally what is encapsulated in that idea that is being pushed. And if, you're, if you think that that satanic idea is good, then, well, <laughs> I'd like to hear your reasoning. But um, anyway, that's, that's fundamentally what's being pushed. Um, now, 
I think I've given you guys some, well, fine, let's give you some reasons on why that's not good, I guess. This is going to be more rambling, but whatever. You're here, so, and yeah, maybe we, we're not going to ramble too much, but, you know, if, I mean, you have to understand, like, the significance of, of order, right? You can't be everything. You can't, you can't be, oh, I want to be this, I want to do that, I want to do that. I want to be a man and a woman, I want to be this, I want to do that. I want to have sex with everybody, I want to do this. You know, it's like, the purpose of morality is to provide limitations on, the, on, on what you can do. And in that, you can become, you can do the best things that you could possibly do in your life. If you, if you have a canvas that is like infinitely long and wide and blah, 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 and you can do literally anything and, and blah, 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 and you're, you're not, you're not withheld, you're not pointed in a certain moral direction, right? Then you're, you're, you're not going to create anything. You're going to create noise. You're going to, you're going to, you know, it's just going to be chaos and, and nothingness. That, that is fundamentally is the opposite of order, you know, chaos and nothingness. Um, and, and that is what happens when you don't have boundaries, hierarchies, orders, things that, 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 that put you into little categories that simplify things, you know, you can either be this or that. And if you don't do that, you know, the alternative is insanity, is, is chaos, is, is nothingness. That is the alternative to order. Fundamentally. And there's no creation in that. There's, there's no fruits from that. You gain nothing from that. That's my point. That is why this, is, this matters. Because if you suddenly tell people that, the, that, that somehow order doesn't matter, you know, the fundamental categories of being are meaningless, don't matter at all, are, are stupid. If you, if you say that, chaos becomes your, your morality. You, you are no longer guided in a direction. You're guided in, 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 a, in, in an insane direction. You're guided towards, towards a, a, a path, towards an end that is fundamentally, fundamentally results in nothingness, results in, 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 in evil, which is nothingness. And this is the, the fun, I think this is the fundamental concept of, 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 of Christianity. There's two options, right? You follow God. And what is God? God is, as T approaches infinity, you become one with the infinite, the infinite creator of God. That is what happens when you believe in Christ, when you believe in God, when you align yourself in that direction, that is fundamentally where you end up. You end up reaching the infinite. You end up reaching the creative bounds, the, the, the limitless bounds of, of what could be, you know, and the limitless understanding of what is. You enter a relationship with God, and in doing so, you become God. That is the way. You, you align yourself with the ultimate truth of Christ, of Jesus Christ. The alternative is you follow the will, the, the, the whims of the self, you know, your animalistic instincts, your, your original sin, your baseline desires. Or you follow Satan. You follow the antithesis of God or the opposite, right? Or maybe you follow something that has some good in it or some bad, right? It's like the Baphomet idea. 
one hand pointed towards heaven, one hand pointed towards hell. If you aren't in, in, I would, I would say that if you're not in complete alignment with, you know, the fundamental core truth of existence, you know, and you're kind of, you got one foot in, in like evil and one foot in good, right? You're still aligned towards Satan. You're still aligned towards evil. And, and, and that end, the end of that, the, 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 where that is leading you is fundamentally destruction is, 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 is death is hell in this life and in, in, in the next life, you know, let, let, and let's, let's take this for example, right? Let's say you're a man or you're a woman or what, let's say you're a woman, right? And you say, okay, I'm a man now, or I'm non-binary or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, and you, you, you're telling yourself that, you know what, this, this is, this is who I am, right? And let's say this is someone who, if they were born in the 1950s or if they were born in, in 1542, if they were born in 2000 BC, they would never have thought that they were transgender, right? Or transsexual. But they, it's in, in 2022, they think that. What they're going to do, right? They cut off their, they cut off their breasts they remove their uterus or whatever, and then they uh, install a artificial penis or whatever, right? They've just sterilized themselves. And what is the end of that? What will happen? Wh- wh- where does that end up, right? Do they create life and life abundantly? Are they, are they, wh- what is their impact on the world, right? Do they have a family? Do they have people? Do people, are, are, does life come from that? No, it is the destruction of life, Right? You destroy your means of re- reproduction. Nothing will grow there. Nothing. You, you get nothing from it. You know. Maybe you could. Maybe you say that. Okay. They do some things on Earth, right? You do, you do a few things on Earth or whatever. That that. But but at the end of the day, you're motivated by you know like this chaotic. You know, you're following the God, like the, the God of Satan, right? Or the God of the self. You're not following the ultimate truth. So, I mean, you're, you're, if you're not pointing towards heaven, you're just going to end up hitting the ground, you know? So at the extreme, you know, if you're aligning everything that you want towards, or if you're, if you're aligning yourself towards, you know, a, a half-truth, your life will be meaningless. And, and as T approaches infinity, you, what you made, what your impact was, will be nothing. And I think that's fundamentally what, what Christianity says. Um, this, I think that's what hell is. Now, some people say that, oh, hell is infinite. Um, I would say that there's a, there's a way that you can understand that, but also see hell as being an annihilation. Um, and I think that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that, that and I think it's in Luke or something, but, um, or Matthew, I'm not sure, but look it up. Uh, it says, don't fear he who can kill the body. Fear he who can kill both the body and the soul. Or don't fear the man who could kill the bo- just the body. Um, fear God who can kill both the body and the soul. And I think if you're going to, if, I mean, why would the Bible say that God could kill the soul if, uh, if he couldn't, um, and I think that the way that hell operates from my understanding is I think that people go to hell and over the course of maybe infinity, um, 
their soul, their consciousness, their, their essence is diminished and eventually evaporates. Once eternity is reached, they're gone. And once eternity is reached for those in heaven, they, they become one with God. They become God. That's, that's, that's fundamentally where reality leads, right? Um, and I think this happens in life too, right? If you believe in Christian principles, if you believe in, in fundamentally what is the, the truth that underlines reality, and if you align yourself with the good, true good, goodness, the results of your life will be fruitful, will be extremely fruitful, will lead to the creation of new life, will lead to the creation of, 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 of creation, you know, like true lasting creation. You could say, oh, well, a priest doesn't have kids, right? Well, what does a priest do? He probably encourages tons of people to live in the best lives that they can, which means that people will be multiplying more than they would be, you know? Or they'll be creating, like, good art, good aesthetics, creating, like, you know, becoming the best versions of themselves, creating creating the most order in the, their lives that they can, you know, and creating the best lives possible for themselves. Now, the alternative, we've gone over that, right? You don't have kids. Your, the aims, the aspirations, the, the, the things that you are shooting for in life, they're, 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 they're stupid, they're failed, they're, they're, they're something that, that will not stand the test of time, right? I think that's, that's, that's what we're talking about here. Something that stands the test of time. A cathedral will stand the test of time. A cathedral is, is peak architecture. A modern building will not stand the test of time. A family, a family, you could argue, will stand the test of time, you know? Your bloodline will probably fade, but you've made a contribution to the human project, right? Your decisions... Your contribution to the evolutionary gene pool is moving humanity forward. Aesthetically, you will create something aesthetically or in terms of your life. You'll be doing something good or you'll be doing the best that you possibly can, right? I mean, if you have some guy who's drinking all the time and, and having sex all the time and, and wasting his time basically and being lustful, lustful gluttonous, slothful, um, you know, envious, prideful, all this stuff, he's not going to be able to achieve the same amount that someone who's doing none of that is doing, right? That's my argument, or that's my assertion. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's the point. I think that the, 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 the reason, my explanation for the reason why they, them, whatever is being pushed... And it's a simple, it's a simple thing, you know, it's just to make it so that people are separate, more separated from the fundamental, real, you know, essence of reality. So that it brings them away from, you know, you know truth, because truth, truth leads to life and anti-truth leads to you know, death and oblivion and annihilation. Um, and, and, and I guess in a more worldly way of looking at it, people who don't really have a firm grasp on truth are easily 
controllable by by psychopathic people in the ruling class or people in the ruling class who will do anything for money you know who 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 will be able to lie to you and get the get you to buy into their you know their their programs and their ideas and their things you know without really questioning it right if bill gates wants to uh if bill gates wants to tell you not to eat meat and not to, uh, or in, to take experimental medications and to do this and to do that, right? If you don't have a strong set of principles and beliefs and understandings of reality, right? You're going to, you're probably more likely to just go along with what he's saying and what he's, what he's telling you to do than if you had, if you thought for yourself and you were, you had a, a clear understanding of what a good moral alignment of, of truth is. Um, anyway, I think I've I think I've overstayed my welcome on this. I think I've I've talked enough, but I hope, gosh, third almost almost forty minutes. Oh man, I need to be going to bed. It's two thirty eight a.m. Anyway, I hope you guys like this. Um, be sure to check out goosenov.com. I recently put up a bunch of poster prints, um, and also check out my Gumroad, where you can find more episodes of this podcast, as well as a bunch of, or you can find comics. You can find, um, you can find videos on, on, or full videos, just a ton of content, a ton of content, uh, that, that, that's not released anywhere else. Um, and there's a one week free trial, so that's great. I think you guys would like it. So check it out. It's well, 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 well worth it. Um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Please just share this in the group chat that you have with your friends send them send this send the send them this link i think they'll like it all right see you guys